Hello and welcome to the Michael Mamas Show. I'm your host, Michael Mamas. Uh, we're coming from uh, the mountains of uh, Western North Carolina, Mount Soma, home of the Sri Sameshwara Temple. Uh, today's title is uh, Fate? Question mark. Averting Armageddon? Question mark. The geometry of time. I'm going to go a little more deeply into an understanding of the mechanics of uh, time and, and how it works uh, than I have in recent podcasts, but I think it's important to do so because it seems that I think that the deeper we understand what I'm talking about today, not only will it help us to understand life in general better uh, and Jyotish, you know, and fate and all that better, but, uh, uh, but I think it will also give us a more um, realistic understanding of the whole idea of, you know, how much in control of our future are we, how much of it is just karma, and uh, what the mechanics of all that is. You know, a lot of times, Joe Tashis will be like, oh, Mercury just went retrograde, so uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm feeling it, or it's going to have this effect, or things like that. And though there's certainly truth to those influences, uh, it's not an on-off switch. There's a lot more to the mechanics, and I think a lot of times uh, uh, we get a little too simplistic with it. Uh, that might even be more true of uh, Westerners in general than it is um, people in uh, India, for example. You know, uh, you know, in the West, if you say let's have a meeting at two o'clock, everybody's there at two, and if you're there. At five after two of your late, you know, whereas in India, you know, let's get together at two o'clock. And that means, you know, sometime this afternoon <laughs> and that depends. And I think it's changing a little bit, but the point being that uh, a relationship with Jyotish uh, needs to get a little bit more sophisticated. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. And we can start by really going into the depth of it and understanding the underlying mechanics of creation, the uh, physics of it, if you will, but from a uh, Vedic perspective, the perspective of the ancient cedars. And uh, so real quick, because I've done this before, but just real quick, kind of as a review for those who've heard it more than once. The underlying basis of all existence is a field of pure consciousness. Consciousness equals isness. Consciousness is the only thing that really is. Uh, modern physicists, who are studying the unified field, many of them are actually saying that's what uh, uh, the unified field is. The one thing that's the basis of everything is just consciousness. The more they study the unified field, the more they realize that's what they're studying. And that's, of course, what the ancient seers have been saying for thousands of years. So now real quick, let's just manifest existence. Consciousness is the only thing that exists. So if it's conscious, what can it become conscious of? The only thing that exists, itself. Becomes self-aware. Consciousness views itself as other, and duality is born. And it's kind of like brushing your teeth in front of the mirror. You catch your own reflection, and for a minute, you think there are two people there in the room. Consciousness, when it becomes aware of itself, perceives it as other, and it's like there's a space. That's, that's the manifestation of space, in fact. And so then consciousness becomes aware of those two things, a third thing is born. Consciousness becomes aware of those three things, a fourth thing, boom, 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 and it cascades out to infinity. 
and you got the underlying structure of existence. And it's geometric in its nature because consciousness, when it becomes conscious of itself, there's a third thing in operation there. There's the knower, the knower, and then the process of knowing creates a triangle. That's what this Sri uh, Yantra is up here. It's a geometric representation of the uh, manifestation of existence, the underlying basis of all existence. And uh, uh, <clears throat> there's a sequentiality to the manifestation. Consciousness, one, then consciousness of the word itself is other two, then consciousness of the word of those two things, the third thing, consciousness of the of those three things, the fourth thing. So it cascades out sequentially. And uh, so now we have space, and then we also have time, the sequentiality of, uh, of uh, the self-interacting dynamic of pure consciousness. And so, by the way, that consciousness, aware of itself, the knower, the known, and the process of knowing, that's the holy trinity in uh, Christianity. And in the Vedic tradition, it's Rishi, the knower. Uh, Chandas is the known, and Devata is the process of knowing. Okay? And that forms a triangle. So triangles are fundamental to the basis of existence. I can't remember who it was. It's was either Archimedes or uh, Pythagoras. But they said when they discovered geometry, they realized that they um, found the, the key to the mystery of existence. And I don't know. I mean, I guess they went pretty darn deep with it because that is the underlying structure, the underlying mechanics of uh, quantum mechanics, you know. But it wells up through all different levels of life, and it all maps. Everything maps onto everything else. I've talked about that before. And so if you want to look at the mechanics, the geometry of time, you can look at that underlying structure and how it maps onto, uh, first, the sequentiality, and secondly, it maps on the underlying structure itself, maps onto everything. Everything maps onto everything else. So it's all one. But some of the mappings are abstract. Some are pretty direct, like the, the mapping of the structure of uh, the self-interacting dynamic of consciousness and how it's manifesting in life and how that maps onto uh, the arrangement of the planets in space. Everything maps, it maps onto that. And so to get an insight into where I'm trying to go with this, uh, since hang in there with me because it goes to a really cool place. Uh, it's almost like, you know, the old roller coasters made out of wood and they have all these wood beams. And then what are they made out of? They're made out of wood triangles, a beam, a beam, a beam. And then there are a whole bunch of beams and they create a whole lattice structure and they're ups and downs in it and that's the roller coaster well that's how it works you have the holy trinity everywhere rishi david to chandas the fundamental basis the fundamental structure the underlying essence that supports all of existence uh, uh, and then you have these points where the different beams meet beam here beam here they meet at a point those in jojo's are called nadi points they're critical points in uh the sequential uh, uh, structure underlying the flow of time. So now you could look at it like our lives, be it your individual life, be it uh, uh, the life of a nation or the life of a whole planet, 
it's sort of like it's riding a roller coaster, so to speak, along these along these this uh, structure. And the and as you go from one critical point, one knotty point to the next, that's that's and, and what's supporting each of those knotty points deeper in the structure. What we're looking at there is uh, described in Jyotish as the grahas and and what. Grahas are most operational at that point along the line. And uh, 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 so at some points, one Graha, uh, Shani, for example, Saturn in uh, Western, but these are, keep in mind, quantum mechanical operators that just map onto the planets in space. And each of these different Grahas have different qualities. So sometimes uh, as you uh, are moving along the roller coaster, uh, there might be a predominance of, uh, uh, for example, the Mars Graha. What's Mars like? It's sharp, it's hard, it's firm, it's, uh, you know, fiery, you know. Other times you might be going over something where it's predominated by, say, uh, Saturn. Saturn is more slow, it's more sluggish, it's, and it kind of clangs. And so, you know, Mars, you hit it and boom, and that's it, you know. And you jump on fiery like that, bam, bam, bam where Saturn is kind of like molasses and it just clings. And even after you pass its influence, it still has an influence that might be represented as like maybe, well, see, it depends because Saturn, if it's good, it's like um, um, black velvet. It's exquisite. You know, if it's uh, in a malefic or undesirable position, then it can be like an old dirty rotten cloth, rotten wood, uh, for example. Uh, And so all these different factors come into play and it's not this, there's just one planet predominant at any point along the roller coaster ride. Uh, it's a symphony of how they're interacting at that point in space time and how it correlates into the planets. And also, it has to do with your relationship with all of that. You see, so it's very individual. But now, here's, here's where I want to get to with this, and that is that our uh, lives, there's another factor there. And that's almost like there's a tarp or a canopy, a cloth of some kind. Let's call it a tarp that's covering the roller coaster. And though it's supported by the roller coaster framework, we're sitting on the tarp. And so it's the tarp that we experience. Now, why is that so important? Well, let's look at the where we're at in uh, the sequence of time right now because you see it's cycles, it's cycles, and there are huge cycles. Uh, And uh, there are moments in the cycle where we go through phase transitions and the major phase transitions, the biggest phase transitions are called the yugas. And the last major phase transition in yugas was um, about 5,000 years ago. Uh, And that's when we entered this yuga, this Kali Yuga. 5,000 years ago. And what was that? Like I've talked about, phase transitions are periods of turbulence. When water goes to ice, there's a brief period there at 32 degrees where the whole thing becomes turbulent. And like that, at the transition into Kali Yuga, there was turbulence. There's a Mahabharata, the big, huge battle. Uh, And if you read about it, it's like incredible how huge of a battle it was, you know? And so it was like that. And now what's happened on the roller coaster 
You know, it's almost like we've climbed and we're ready to go through ooh, another huge phase transition. Like, you know, slowly, slowly over 5,000 years, climb, 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 and now bam. And it's uh, tumbling into the next yuga. But the good news is that according to this whole structure, what if we can look at the structure of time, look at the structure of the uh, fair, uh, roller coaster, we're seeing that with the time we're coming into is a great time. It's called Sat Yuga. It's a brief period of Sat Yuga in the midst of Kali Yuga. Uh, uh, but now here's the thing. Why the canvas? Why the tarp? What's that? If you're going down this steep slope, and you're going through this huge phase transition, and but you're riding on top of the tarp. There are different ways that tarp uh, can carry you. It could be a parachute, smooth ride, or it could be bam, 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 bam against the uh, hard structure of the roller coaster itself. Very, very difficult, and it can even be that uh, if the relationship with it is really unhealthy and it's really, everything's all completely screwed up, uh, you can fall out of the roller coaster and your whole cart can go over the edge. That's called Armageddon. And uh, all those are possibilities. And uh, if you really, well, this is kind of an interesting story, but um, how would I want to say it? We could say that the, there was an intent, let's put it that way, some time ago, that you know what? This whole thing is so screwed up. The laws of nature are just going to, you know what? Let's just dump the cart off the roller coaster and start anew. Just erase the arm again. And that, that was um, evidently that intention. But what happened was um, a, a lot of the seers, a lot of the rishis, a lot of the really great saints, and uh, people working really behind the scenes in a very profound, spiritually constructive way, uh, using these technologies of the ancient seers that they still have and hold, but oftentimes these guys are just, you know, hiding in caves in the Himalayas and stuff. Why? Because they don't want to come out. How did they put it once to me? They said, uh, why would you want to go out in all of that mud? You know, but at any rate, they were at work. Uh Baba is a good example. Tawala Baba, somebody said, he was a great saint. He lived in a uh, cave in the uh, Himalayas. And somebody asked him once, uh, why do you live in a cave all the time? Why don't you just stop meditating for a little while and go to Paris? And he said, I already am in Paris. And they said, well, yeah, but don't you want to see the world? And he said, well, what would happen to the world if I stopped meditating? You know, that kind of a thing. So there's deep stuff going on here that people tend to not accept uh, because their technologies and their knowledge has been lost to time. But at any rate, these guys have been at work. And so, okay, there's not going to be an Armageddon, but it's still largely up to us. And it's up to the group consciousness, how we ride that wave, how we ride that roller coaster as we take this phase transition dive into the next uh, yuga period, you know, and that is largely a function of the mass mentality, the tonal quality of the mass mentality of humanity. And uh, that, you know, through meditation and through different things that many great people have been teaching, it's, it's 
better than it was, you know, but it's still not great. But it's the tonal quality, that mass mentality, as I talked about in a previous podcast, it's the tonal quality of that mass mentality that uh, uh, is like a boiler, a furnace boiler, you know, a, a steam boiler in the basement. And it's got all this, if it's got all this chaos and everything, and, blah, 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 and the pipes are rattling as the whole building going to blow up, you know? And, and so, or is that tonal quality that is that thing just purring like a kitten, you know? And uh, right now, I think we can see pretty clearly if you look at the world and how people are relating to each other, uh, you know, it's not even a sharing of ideas anymore, really. It's almost like, you know, Let's not discuss the ideas. Let's talk about the person and demonize the person who has an idea other than ours, you know? And it's, so that's just not a healthy boiler in the basement, you know? Um, so anyway, all that's going on and uh, all indications are that everything's going to be fine. We're going to, well, we are inevitably. Why? Because that roller coaster, it's going down. It's taking the dive. It's going into the, uh, the Satyuga period, which is great. It's just a question of how we're going to get there. And all indications, well, just, you know what? You want to know how it's going? Just look at the news. That's how it's going. And it's rocky and it's turbulent. But we're going to get there and we're going to get through it. And we're uh, we're in for a great time. You know, it's going to be fabulous. And uh, that's the whole mechanic of the underlying structure of uh, really everything we're talking about. So the next several months... They're going to be they're going to be difficult. I mean, that's just the structure of the roller coaster right now, you know. And whatever your individual canvas is doing, uh, or versus the canvas of your community, versus the canvas of your nation, versus the canvas of the world, all these different canvases. Uh, 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 in particular, for the world and for the nation. Obviously, if you just look at the news, it's not going to be a pair, complete parachute, you know. But I think we're going to get through it, and we're all going to we're going to be fine, you know. And it's not going to be this big, huge, horrible time. But uh, uh, um, I think the key is to stay steady in yourself. And how can you help the process by transcending, by uh, reaching into the depth of your being and influencing? that whole dynamic, influencing the relationship of the canvas of uh, mass mentality with the uh, roller coaster itself. And uh, the best way to do that is do your meditations. And then we're doing a lot at Mount Soma. There's a whole unified field generator that we're building. It's in the Vedic literature. The ancient seers told us how to build it. But nobody's building it. Why is nobody building it? Because it's Kali Yuga. Why is it now were these uh, uh, ancient scriptures found and translated in South India by a you know a, really a great uh, uh, Vedic scholar who's given the knowledge I mean to us at Mount Soma to build it, and that's what we're doing. Uh, and that's going to be an influence that's going to usher in, help usher in Satyuga. And when the when the uh, uh, this whole thing is completed, it's going to maintain Satyuga. And it's not me saying it. It's not me saying it. This is ancient scripture. This is from 
rishis, great saints, sages. And uh, the Vedic scholars I'm working with are all like, yeah, this is it. And uh, why wasn't it there before? Why didn't anybody build it before? Kali Yuga, you see? But now we're entering Sat Yuga. Uh, and so we have great time coming, you know? I'm here with uh, Adrian Dewey and uh, Scott Davalos today. Uh, Adrian, how are you doing? Really great. That's good. Anything you wanted to add to that? Did I leave anything out or any questions or anything? Um, you know, you're talking about these um, generalized uh, waves, these quantum mechanical trends, you know, through existence. Mm -hmm. And um, how does the individual, you know, interface with that? Seems like you're saying some individuals will maybe have a, a more intense chaotic period than others prior to the shift in, or are you talking different societies or? See, if, if there, it's a multivariable equation and each one of us have our own set of all these different multivariables. So there's, you, we, we could say there's one major canvas, which is the, you could say the karma of the world and how it's interfacing with the uh, roller coaster. Uh, uh, and then you get into Adhidishta and Apurva, which if you don't know what that is, basically Adhidishta is like um, unseen influences. You can't even pick them up in a Jyotish chart. They're, they're there, but even the great Jyotishi can't really pick them up unless they're a huge influence. It's called things that are hidden from view. And so, so uh, there's the Adhidishta. Uh, and then there's a Purvo. That's another thing. If you want, you can go to michaelmamas.com and scroll through all my previous uh, podcasts, and you'll find one about addition Purvo. You can learn more about that. But the point is that each individual then interfaces with the roller coaster through the global canvas, through their national canvas, if you will, through their community canvas, through their um, family canvas, through their uh, personal canvas. And all these things can be uh, looked at uh, through Jyotish based on, generally speaking, the moment you were born, for example. Uh, but there's a whole science that we could, we could get into, but each of those things is a study in and of itself, you know? Uh, uh, so in that sense, you might want to say there are canvases layered one on top of the other, but the main one is the global canvas. And that's the, that determines really... Uh, the main theme of the uh, time period uh, we're in right now. Is that responsive, uh, Adrian? Yeah, that makes sense because, you know, I, I uh, you know, f kind of see or feel the global canvas, you know, we're watching the news and um, seeing everything that's going on, but I certainly seem to have my own um, personal stuff going on within that. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, The thing is, too, and this is really important. I was talking about this before about, oh, Mercury goes retrograde and, you know, it's not like an on-off switch. Why? Because when Mercury goes retrograde, that's we're talking about the structure of the uh, roller coaster. But the canvas is riding over the structure of the roller coaster. So the roller coaster might be doing this, but the canvas might be caught in the wind or being like a parachute, or it could be slamming up against it or any number of possibilities. Uh, uh, um, so we don't wanna to get too simplistic. You know, a lot of times these astrologers will 
oh, well, on from this date to this date, you know, sun is doing this, and therefore this is what you're going to be experiencing. Well, that's an influence. That's a structure of a roller coaster, but it doesn't really address what your own individual canvas is doing or even the global canvas is doing. And uh, uh, there we can intervene, you know, we can, um, uh, based on the, our global consciousness, based on the momentum of the mass mentality, and based in our own consciousness. That's why, you know, meditate and uh, live in a healthy community. And uh, let's do everything we can to infuse the infinite wisdom, intelligence, and harmony that brings all these different forces together in an integrated manner. And that's where we're headed. But it's the nature of the transition that we're going through right now. And so again, for the next few months, it's going to be rough. Then, as I said in past podcast, February 10th. And again, it's not like, oh, February 10th, I can feel it. But there's a planetary configuration that maps onto the structure. It's going to be a, a profound time. Uh, and I think it's going to bring a transition to something positive. But again, for the next several months, it's going to be rocky for the next year. It's also going to be rocky. Uh, and then for the next three years, it's going to be three years before the whole thing sorts out. But particularly this next few months, as this past month, as I said, you know, uh, uh, it's not going to be a real smooth ride, you know. Um, you mentioned um, February 10th is having some influence or significance. What's that? I'm getting a message here. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Somebody wrote something really long. I hope the transmission is coming through okay. Uh, Scotty, are you there? Scott Davalos, are you there? Yeah, I think maybe he's working on it. Ah. All right. Yeah, I was just asking about the influence of February 10th in particular that you've mentioned. Um, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about the next couple of months. Uh, uh, no, it's more than that. February 10th is one thing, but the next several months, there's just a lot going on, you know. There's a lot going on, yeah. Okay, uh, I hope this podcast is coming through. Uh, that's I think that's enough for now, unless there's something else, Adrian and Scotty. I think we lost. Uh, um, yeah, I think you were just, you know, you had mentioned something about, you know, paradigm identity and, um, you know, maybe how we're all interfacing um, with our own parachutes or something like that, maybe was something you'd mentioned. Say it another way. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, we know there's this demonizing others and um, our own paradigm identity mm -hmm. as we're, I guess, on the roller coaster, is, I think what you were maybe talking about and, and how that also may have some influence or something. Well, that's just how that's just how the momentum of the mass mentality is playing out, you know, it's, it's this demonization and all that stuff. And it'll play out different ways. But I'll tell you, there's an interesting thing here is that... Um, we were looking at somebody's chart, Punaji and I were looking at a chart, and we were saying, well, let's see, for this chart, you know, we got this going on, six from the moon, therefore it means this. And I was like, well, Punaji, you know, can't mean that for everybody who has moon 
uh, in the same location because that means everybody would be having that same thing. And he said something that's just very commonsensical. He said, no, it depends on uh, uh, what the person wants and who the person is, you see. And that's what, so what he's talking about there, he's not talking about the roller coaster, he's talking about the canvas. Does that make sense, Adrian? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 That's why uh, uh, ideally a Jyotishi um, is a Jyotishi for a family through generations. And that way the Jyotishi starts to understand how the particular karma is, how the canvas, if you will, is playing out in uh, uh, the lives of the people in that family, you see? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I guess that's it for now. And uh, we'll talk to you all again soon on the Michael Mama Show. Bye for now.